0: Welcome to the Find Your Path podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding and defining your own unique path at work and in your career. I'm your host, career and leadership coach, Michelle Yu, and I'm here to show you what's possible in the realm of your career, which starts by unlocking the power of your mind. Life is way too short to be following someone else's path and you should work on the things that you enjoy. Now let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Find Your Path podcast. Have a really fun episode for you today that really got inspired from a coaching session that I had from my coach. We were talking about my last six months in the mastermind—I'm—I'm I'm part of a business mastermind—and as I'm wrapping up and getting close to enrolling in the second round, one of the biggest realizations that I had was the last six months of building my business has really felt, in my words, slow. <laughs> um, and the perspective that my coach gave me was that I was upgrading that I needed to pull over to the side to allow myself to upgrade to becoming a faster and more sleek car. I'm upgrading from running on diesel fuel into clean electric, which I thought was a really beautiful analogy. And, you know, in a way, it's so accurate, because a lot of times when we're going through major transitions, or when we're so focused on the road ahead, we tend to forget where we came from. And this is what inspired me to talk about this exact topic is that sometimes we need to completely slow it down to be able to move fast later on. And so as I dissected where this need for me to go fast came from, it was super, super obvious. Uh, For those that don't know, I've worked in Silicon Valley for a majority of my professional life, so Bay Area, tech culture, Um, if you know what that's like, then you can probably resonate a lot with this episode, but the things that I started to untangle in my mind was, yeah, I had a, from an objective standpoint, I've had had a killer year in my first year of business, in terms of growing and getting clients and signing. But there was something within me that was telling myself that I wasn't moving fast enough. And as I took a step back, I'm like, okay, it's probably partly my environment and the conditioning that I've been told because having worked in Silicon Valley, you know, we're taught to hyper growth, we're taught to... Um, blitz scale. This is like this term from Reed Hoffman, the CEO of LinkedIn, or sorry, the co founder of LinkedIn. You know, there's all these buzzwords about growing and scaling really quickly, like growth hacking, blitz scaling. All of these crazy things that we hear about in the news of the next youngest tech billionaire who's created this company within 12 months and now is worth like some crazy billion amount of dollars, right? That being the industry that I had swam in for most of my professional career, I think I brought that mentality into my business. And subconsciously or consciously, I think a lot of us who are either in tech or in those really fast-paced environments are really accustomed to setting the standard of their growth against these crazy, ridiculous, outlying examples. And when we're not measured against the crazy, fast, hyper-growth, whatever you want to call it, if we're not moving to that pace sometimes we feel like we're failing ourselves. So this episode is really dedicated to taking a pause to slow down and to recognize all of the benefits of being able to slow down and to pause and to recognize that growth at all costs is not always the right solution. So i I'm going to be bringing in a lot of my tech brain and hopefully um, not too much jargon in this episode, but I just thought it would be fun to compare how this manifests in our careers and in our own progress. Um, Let me just start off by using an analogy for those that are in tech or have ever worked in a really fast paced, rapid growing environment, which also tends to be a majority of my clients. Um, Let's talk about what happens when companies actually go fast. You know, we hear about these companies that scale and then hire hundreds of thousands of people really rapidly and have these crazy valuations. And then they go IPO. And then there's all these people that become millionaires. Right? We hear of that so often, but then when from I'm putting my HR hat and my HR brain in this, but from an organizational perspective, it's a completely different company um, at each stage of growth. Your 10-person company is very different from your 500-person company. It's very different from your 5,000-person company and so on and so forth. So at each iteration of growth, people need to be evolving um, to the new realm. And what got them there from 10 people may not actually get them there at a 1000 people. And there might be different slightly different skill sets and so forth. But when we're so accustomed to Being in this running, like running really quickly and trying to keep up with everything that happens, we just tend to forget that because our blinders are so focused um, on what's ahead. And imagine, I want to use this like analogy, like imagine if you're building a product, and maybe this is going to speak more to like the engineering folks, but like if you're scaling a product and you've been you're hosting your domain on a public internet website and all of a sudden you get all of this traffic going to your website or to your app and then it starts jamming up the public servers and then you have to start getting your own database and then you eventually have to upgrade to whatever your own warehouse and store all of this stuff across the world to to actually scale your company. But if a company hasn't properly recognized that they're growing so quickly and they're getting a ton of traffic and if they don't have the infrastructure to support it, then your systems will actually start to break and your infrastructure might continue to um, not scale at the same point of the growth. And you'll start seeing it gets like messy, you'll need like new implementations, you'll need to like complete continue to refine and make it better and make it faster and sleeker and rebuild. Otherwise, it just glitches and it breaks and it just continues to break. So when that happens, a lot of times people are like trying to fire patch and do their their drills to fix the problem. Um, but it really comes down to identifying the core infrastructure that is not working. It's being able to fix whatever it is at the foundation. Maybe this analogy works for engineering. I don't know. I'm not an engineer, but I know that this also applies when I think about like operational processes because I used to run HR Um, Operations, and I know a very similar pattern happens from the business side. If you start to scale and have more employees or have more transactions or whatever it is, if you don't actually have the infrastructure, the tools, and the systems to support the growth, then it starts to break, it becomes messy, um, and then people have to go backwards to go and correct it because they didn't build a really solid foundation of the house. And I want to flip this and and talk about this parallel with people because when we're so accustomed to operating at such a fast pace and continuing to grow and hit the next level and the next one, and yet if we haven't actually identified the underlying infrastructure that is needed, then it's also going to break then we're not going to feel like we have a solid foundation or we're not equipped to handle that next level of growth. And this could mean when your organization is growing and growing and growing and your brain hasn't actually adjusted or kept up with the fast Um, changes in the environment, your brain actually has to up level just as much as your software has to up level. It's kind of crazy to me how people are so keen on getting like the latest tech gadgets and the latest phone and updating their software, but they might not have actually updated their brains and they might not have actually updated their ways of thinking. So they're still running on very old Um, operating systems that don't scale to the next stage of where they need to be. So I'm like being super nerdy in this episode. But like, if you're a startup at a series A, and there's 50 people, and you've continued to stay at that company, when it becomes a 1000 person company at a series E, those are very different skill sets. And sometimes people haven't actually made that mental switch to grow at that pace that is required of them, because they're so, so, so keen on just keeping up and continuing that growth trajectory. But when we actually don't slow down, then we start to see the underpinnings of the foundation might start to break. Again, your brain might not have scaled up to the changes that are needed. You might not be ready or feel equipped to handle the new level of growth, whether it's learning to manage teams, or like becoming a manager for the first time, or then becoming a manager of managers. All of these things are um, requiring an upskill and an up-leveling of mentality. But most importantly, when we're so keen on continuing to push and hustle forward without actually slowing down, that can lead to complete burnout and just glitchiness because the foundation is starting to crumble. So as you can see, I am very passionate about this topic. It kind of combines what I was talking about in a previous episode, changes in fast growth environments, which is another one of my very popular episodes. But we have to learn to slow it down because problem solving and continuing to do the fire drills will just lead to complete burnout and doesn't actually solve the under the foundation of what needs to be addressed like foundationally people need to learn what is important what is their value how do they want to operate and take that step back so that they can build and go a lot faster moving forward but somehow we've just glamorized this really fast paced environment, you know, like get rich quick schemes, how do you um, become the next, I don't know, 15 year old millionaire or whatever it is. And when we have a mindset and a mentality that is so focused on that level of quick growth, it can really strip away and stall a lot of the progress that we see along the way, because we're so um, we're like not even giving ourselves the opportunity to celebrate the small little wins because our, our bar is like competing with those Forbes people, <laughs> the next youngest billionaire or whatever it is. And then it causes people to just feel so stuck and so small in where they are right now. That was a very long rant about my whole Silicon Valley perspective and how it has certainly clouded my perception of growth. But now let's talk about what it actually means to slow down. So I want to help us all rethink the benefits and the importance of being able to slow down. So when I say slow down, what am I referring to? What I really mean is learning to take the time to pause and reflect, like how often are people actually doing this, like being able to write down what they've accomplished, how far they've come, celebrate all the small little changes that they've made. How often are you actually doing that for yourself aside from the required performance reviews? Like... Maybe that's once a year where people are doing performance reviews, but how often are you really sitting down and taking the time to pause and reflect about the progress that you've made? Or how often are you able to step back and see the holistic picture of knowing where you're on or how far you've come, how it ties to the bigger picture, how it all fits in? How often are you allowing yourself to take a break and to take a rest because it's productive? This is another thing I want to dispel is that we have somehow gotten it twisted in our minds that to hustle and to push forward means we don't. We shouldn't take breaks or somehow in our minds we think breaks are bad or like it makes us lazy and I'll be the first to admit I used to wear my busy badge as like, I don't know, like a symbol of pride. Like, look how busy I am. Look how burnt out I am. I'm completely fitting into the Silicon Valley ideal that I should be tired and hustling and slaving away. Like, I used to think that was something to be proud of, because it meant that I was like, being a productive worker. But At the end, it just led to a lot of burnout, and when I say slow down, it's really being able to recognize that these breaks and these periods of rest are going to be really productive for the long run, and that they're also helping you become more sustainable in your practices. Like, if you're going to go at 150 miles per hour all the time for your entire life, Imagine the physical ailments that will come up in your body and how exhausted you'll be at the end. Like, no one can sustain that level of growth all the time at all costs. It's really okay to take a break and to take that step back. So, learn to give yourself that permission and recognize that you need the breaks to be productive, you need the breaks to get yourself focused and back in relationship with yourself, like that is absolutely okay. And for me, I, I want to just put this thought in as well so that people um, can think about it differently. I I don't feel like I took a career break because going into entrepreneurship wasn't really a break. But before, um, before starting my my business and leaving my corporate job, I gave myself time to just sit and actually write. Um, I'm in the middle of writing my book, and um, during that time period, I just allowed myself to take like take a legitimate break, which was something that was much needed, and to not feel guilty about that time. And then looking back, it's been about a year now, but looking back at that period of time, I was just so grateful for that time and for trusting myself that things were going to be okay and for trusting myself that this was going to be actually very productive for myself in the long run. And, you know, I think a lot of us who are accustomed to hustling and to working really hard, they don't want to give themselves that time. And they don't want to admit that there's a gap on their career um, or whatever it is. But I definitely think that sentiment is changing. And um, there's been more, uh, especially with the pandemic and with people rethinking what they want from work and from their careers, there's like um, new thoughts that we're having around what it means to take a break and normalizing career breaks. And the last thing I want to mention about what it means to really slow down and I think one of the biggest benefits to slowing down is that it allows you to acclimate to the change before actually going on to the next thing because when we're continuously iterating and chasing that next goal and moving the goalpost even further We haven't even allowed ourselves to celebrate or to acclimate to the new environment or to the new expectations and the new responsibilities and all of that. So before even moving on to the next thing, it's really good to pause and slow down to just recognize like all that has shifted. And I really wish that I was more mindful of this when I was in corporate, although I think I had to go through that experience to know now looking backwards that um, there were some things that could have prevented me or like really forced me to slow down and to think Um, that would include having some healthier habits, like baking in time to journal or baking in time for like, true self care, which is... Making sure you're taking care of yourself emotionally and mentally and physically and spiritually. Um, I think being able to slow down is so beneficial to people who have been accustomed to running at those crazy speeds. And we should really celebrate when we are in the moment and when we're able to live consciously and instead of multitasking and doing all the things like being completely present is is a virtue. So, you know, you might be thinking, okay, this all sounds great and ideal and all these things, but this isn't real realistic and <laughs> there there's some common reactions that I hear Um, that or that I'll get when I try to slow my clients down during the sessions, because their thoughts and their minds might be going a million miles an hour. And I used to be like that. Actually, I still am like that. But like, some of the common reactions when an individual really learns to pause and be present and slow down, is that they might just get really itchy or irritated, or like frustrated because it's so different from what they're accustomed to. And they just want the solution. Right? Sometimes we're so used to just wanting to get there fast and like not having to think about it. And, and I think in the coaching sessions, what happens is, My clients might come to me like, oh, how do I solve this? And they want this beautiful solution, like packaged, like me handing over them a beautiful solution to what they're looking for. And sometimes that's the case. And sometimes it's not the case. And when it's not, and when I slow my clients down to help them unpack and to explore like what's happening and like where is it coming from and to like really untangle it, sometimes they might be a little bit resistant to it because they're so used to like, just give me the solution. I just want to know how to get it done. Like Michelle, what is all of this? But in the process of discovery is where that learning happens. Because if we're not being conscious of like, what are all the circuits that are happening in my brain to get from point A to point B? And if they're not recognizing that there's, um, there's a pattern that's occurring, then we skip it. And the best way to course correct that pat that wiring is by slowing it down and dissecting exactly where it comes from. So, you know, the reason why I'm even able to record these types of podcasts and put these thoughts out um and create this sort of content is because i've been able to methodically slow my work down and give myself the time to think and give myself the time to rest because if i didn't and if i were running from meeting to meeting Uh, then I would definitely be skipping a lot of this, like I wouldn't have time to do that reflection, I wouldn't have time to brainstorm and to take that step back and to see how it all fits together. So I would say slowing down has so much of that benefit to the long run. And if we can do this more often, and if we can normalize it as part of our daily practices, then will be in a much more lighter and calm state than frantically running and hustling from one thing to the next. And it's a crazy thing that happens because as I started this process of really learning to slow myself down, time just started to go by a lot slower. And then it became a more enjoyable process because I was able to be more present and understanding and cherishing the exact moment. And just to throw this in as well, it's not that you have to go slow all the time, you certainly should find your own pace of what works the best for you. But being able to mix it up, like going fast when you need to, and then slowing down when you need to is like completely okay. If you're like, the old me and only operated on one speed, which is like, let's go 150 miles per hour, then I would definitely recommend practicing, being able to slow it down and to give yourself that rest. And I know for a lot of folks uh, over the last year that haven't given themselves a break and that have just been pushing forward, like it's okay to give yourself a break and it's okay to slow down. And that will be so much more beneficial down the line if you learn to take that step back and go slow. It's the same thing that I tell these startups is sometimes you need to build slowly and be methodical about the bigger picture before implementing and executing on the first thing that's in front of you because then you'll have to correct and fix it down the line. So being able to, you know, do the do the slow thinking of what's the best strategy, asking those questions of what type of technology do I need to scale this? How do I need to build processes in place? Like all of those things that seem mundane and boring, but play such a big factor in allowing yourself to move fast later Like that reaps such huge benefits. Otherwise, you know, if people just jump in because they're moving so fast and they haven't thought about the bigger picture details and how it fits together, it's just going to waste a lot of time. And it's the same thing for individuals as well. It's being able to take that step back, reorient yourself of what's important to you, what do you like, what do you not like. And doing some of that deeper thinking so that when you are in those roles and you feel like you're moving closer to them, you're not wasting time, like trying everything and seeing what sticks. So that's really why I think we should be celebrating the ability to slow down, to pause, to give yourself the break, to do some of that bigger thinking, because your future self will really thank you for it. It just reminds me of the sentiment in one of my favorite songs, which is by Billy Joel called Vienna. I encourage you all to listen to it. He's like a lyrical genius. And I think every single word that he has in that song completely resonates to the sentiment that I am trying to get across in this episode. So go ahead and listen to that Billy Joel of Vienna. All right, guys, that is all that I have for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you could use some help with slowing down and thinking about the bigger picture and planning and charting what your next path looks like or wanting to unpack whatever is happening at work for you. I am here for you as your coach, as your friend, and as your cheerleader. So would love to hear from you if you would like some coaching and some some help with your journey. I will see you all next week. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in and talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining me today. If you are loving what you're hearing, there are a few ways you can work with me. Head to www.michellekyu.com to learn more about my coaching services or follow me on Instagram at mkyucoaching for more career, leadership and business